This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number six. Or no, 270. I really want to add a six of this tonight. I'm your host, Brian. You're only this evening, Mac, for 270. Uh, you said it was number 276? No, no, it's 270. I'm, I'm adding sixes to everything. I don't know why. 270. All right. Well, uh, the six of us are here. <laughs> and uh, Ian is with us again. Hello. And, of course, we have the dumbass himself. Hey guys, you know, sometimes I just like to uh, kneel down, wrap my arms around my, my knees, and lean forward, and that's just the way I roll. Okay. <sighs> that was actually not the funniest thing that I've seen you put on Facebook recently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't reveal the secret of my magic! <laughs> Uh, how is everybody? Um, actually, oh. uh, you know, it's funny he should say magic. I didn't put the article in here, but they uh, they did an experiment on Eurasian jays to see what their reaction would be to sleight of hand, and most of them are not fooled by it. I don't know if it's a different if it's a different frame rate between birds and humans, or if just just a different perception. But the only there was only one sleight of hand trick that the Jays were fooled by. Everything else, they continued to watch the hand that actually had the treat, not where the person was trying to direct them to. So it's not just object permanence here. They actually could tell whether it wasn't just they could actually tell that through the sleight of hand whether which which hand it was moved to. They weren't fooled by the typical sleight of hand. Exactly. I wonder if you know part of that is probably because of the way that humans. The, those tricks are designed to, to fool humans, not, right. not animals, right? We have a we have a much different way of perceiving things, and and we can and and humans know how to distract humans. Yeah, uh, but um, I mean, I can pull a good slide of slide of ball trick on a bird or on a, on a dog very easily. Yeah, dogs are. Is, I, yeah, dogs are similar in the way that they approach some of that stuff, and they're they're not as smart as birds either, right, in general. So that is true, but. That is interesting, though. It depends on, and it depends on who you talk to. If you're talking to a a, a dog lover, they're far smarter than birds. Well, I I think we can objectively show that. I mean, not maybe not all birds, but I mean, the larger parrots are definitely smarter than than birds, or are smarter than um, dogs. Oh yeah, the larger parrots and green cheek conyers. <sighs> green cheek conyers are just a just ornery. I mean, for, for, for my money, you, you can't get better birds than something like, you know, a, a great tit or a, or a woodcock or a blue-footed booby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, Ian. Those Andean cock of the rock birds, uh, those, are, those are pretty cool. And speaking of woodcock, didn't you have an article in here about uh, something called Instahard? Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> first, first, Ian needs to hawk his shit crazy couple weeks it's been cool so I mentioned it last podcast i'll mention it again the new jojo mons novel under siege is out in both ebook and print and hopefully by the end of summer it will be out in audiobook for you brian thank you yes well i, I mean I'm, I'm i will buy the physical copy of it but i probably won't get to it until alistair reads it right. to me now however in the audiobook um the short story a spirited locale which is another one of the Georgia Mind Vacation stories, is available as an audiobook. Oh, okay. So you can, you know, there is a good little selection of Georgia Mind audiobooks out there. So, you know, I, I think I'd like to hear you guys start doing this as a role play. <laughs> you know, Ian, you talk about the book, and Brian, you chime in with, well, yes, but I like to listen to my books on audio. Is this available as an audiobook? <laughs> you think we you think we've got a shtick going or something? I think you've got a shtick going. I think that uh you know, I think this is good. So what's and, the oh, who's the shout out here for? Um so there's two shout outs. Well no well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you before you do shout them out, was I mentioned on either of these Yeah, these... actually the, the podcast itself is in both of them. Right. This podcast. Uh, it was, was but, but was I personally it. mentioned? Um, I think in the fifth two eighty geek. Okay, then you can do that one, but um, not the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, might be in the um, nerd alert as well. But no, so, I, I can't. I, I, I have awesome friends in the geek community, and so I got a couple cool interviews out there about um, George Mon's place under siege. The first one was a um, written interview in Nerd Alert News, 
Um, and he actually specifically mentioned the podcast. He did a little research on me and found out about the podcast. Oh, okay. So, you know, I went talking about the podcast and everything there, which is really cool. Did he review the um, podcast? No, it's not. No review of the podcast. That's probably for the I, best. I, I just promoted it. Oh, okay. And talked about it. And he put a link up in the article itself. So if you go to Nerd Alert News, hunt around a bit, you can find um, that um, interview there. Then um, the podcast, 5280 Geek. Um, I went to, into his studio and did a face-to-face interview there with uh, Smurf, a uh, pretty awesome guy I've known for a little while now. We've talked about me going in and talking about my writings before, but this was the first time we were actually able to get it set up. And that does go into the podcast in that one as well. Um, and I do actually mention Brian by name. Good. All right. <laughs> but it was a fun one because um, I, I went all over the place. The question he was asking me about my past stuff and, you know, so I had a lot to say. It was a fun one. Um, I'll probably do his again um, next time I have a book release, definitely. So, but it was a pretty fun couple of weeks get, doing all this stuff, and you know, I, I definitely feel that my, I'm at my best when I'm producing and out there promoting and stuff and getting things done connected to my writing because it's my passion. It's what I do. So when I search on the uh, Nerd Alert News for Amateur Skeptics, I I see your your picture there. And and I see and, and my name isn't isn't on there at all. So <laughs> this might I, this might hit the cutting room podcast. floor is what I'm getting at. This could hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> it mentions the podcast. It has a link to the podcast. They can find out about you and all your glory if they. Try. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, we we got to give the people what they want is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I, I think that the only uh, I think the I think the only artwork that we've done so far. That has been all. All somebody's glory has actually been of me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I I created a whole uh, a whole. Uh, we put that on. Remember, we put that up for you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little scary. That was uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was a bird in the hand. All right. Who's going to bring I'm us into the, the into the next thing here? Who's going to who's who's going to? I mean, without Mad Cat, I mean, it, it, these transitions go poorly, but. Uh, uh, rock paper scissors. Um, uh, well, I already gave us. <laughs> you know, Mac is, Mac has just refused, flat out refused to do this in the past, and and it is Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment. So I feel like they should not be the ones introducing it, right? Since it's their segment. I feel that they should be doing it, but I think they should be alternating words. <laughs> I think we tried that one before it ended. Oh really my god, badly. it was in very very poorly. All right, All right so I see, it, it is, I see where you're going with this. It, it is now well, it's time for. No, okay. it's okay. time for Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Hall. It's brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire and the fine people. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Oh! The fine people there. Wow. Dumbass, you got a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, people is a, is a very grandiose <laughs> way of referring to me. <laughs> and your multiple personalities. <laughs> all right. We've all argued with ourselves. So So here we, here we go. Science, science says men should masturbate 21 times a month. Here's why. So what should we be doing with the other 7 to 10 days? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why they ten want days. to cut down. I, I, I mean, you know, that's like, what, a week? So what, what we're talking about is prostate cancer. So that they, they, they did a survey um, of, of and it, it, this was a, a long-term survey. I guess it was 18 uh, participants uh, participated for 18 years, uh, 300 or 31,925 men. And what, what this is saying, and it, we should we they they keep saying masturbation, but what it says is um, uh, what qualifies as frequent. Orgasms. What what call yeah. exactly orgasms? It says twenty one orgasms per month could cut cut odds by thirty three percent. So so they're saying so th- they're saying they're calling twenty one orgasms a month frequent. Yeah, that seems a bit low. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I've never, I've never done a survey, um, over, um but, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, well, I've never kept count, but still, no, no, I'm picturing one of me. those, uh, one of, one of those, uh, charts you, you get, uh, 
uh, for kids with the gold stars you put on the, you sound like <laughs> they uh, go to the washroom on their own or something. Just, you, you know, get one of those. Keep track of. Uh... <laughs> and when your parents are over and ask, uh, honey, uh, honey, what's this chart in the bathroom for? Um, um. So the men were. No, no, no. That, that's what, that's when you're, 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 you're worried about your father's uh, prostate health, right? That's when you're like, Dad, uh, we we need to have a talk, and you know, hand him over uh, his own chart. Be like, this is for your own good, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it, it it says here that the the men were assessed three different uh, three different points. Um, the the years before the the question was distributed in their twenties and uh, in their forties. So three different points. So so they they were I guess at three different points were given three different survey uh, three surveys and um. Well, no, it wouldn't make sense for an 18-year. I'm guessing there were probably, in, in the initial part, whether we given the survey, it was probably a two-part thing, looking at um, the habits before the, um, it was distributed, the habits when they were in their 20s, and then do the 18 years later when they're in their 40s. Okay. That would make the most sense. So I'm not exactly, yeah, so I'm not, you know, this is health.com. I mean, I, I don't I know, I, of course, I didn't go read the actual study. Yeah. Um, I, I may have been able to find more, so uh, I I mean, there's nothing here. I mean, the the only the only thing that's new about this is that this is the first time that they've given us a number, um, and of course, and of course, it isn't a guarantee. But they're saying a 33 percent reduction in 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 getting prostate cancer. So yeah, so yeah, cut the rods by 33. I'm wondering if there's like a dose response relationship, like uh, like uh, if you do it like uh, 42 times in a month, uh, <laughs> could it? I, I suspect uh, that that, that, that was there, but uh, man, that that might uh, that might be uh, the the uh, secret uh, to life, right there. <laughs> uh, how many times you orgasm? So, I mean, without seeing a chart, my I I would suspect that 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 twenty one, you know, is is probably at, at what point does you know masturbating more not increase that number, right? You, you we don't know. You know, I, I imagine that it, yeah, exactly. at some point at, the at, curve at, flattens. At what point uh, is it uh, the diminishing returns? And right? so I would suspect at what that. Point that are you just... Yeah, they're giving us they're giving us the, the flattening of the curve is what I would what, what I would think, right? That that's what I would want them to at, give at me. At what point do you walk into your, uh, on your roommate masturbating on the living room couch like he does all day every day and be like, <laughs> uh, you know, like. You're you're just you're just using that study as an excuse. Uh, exactly. You just want to masturbate all the time. You're, you're never going to make fifty percent, buddy. Uh. I I was kind of taking it at like uh, maybe they were referring to this like cardio, <laughs> except it's it's handio. So I imagine more is not going to be a problem, but I'm guessing that that twenty one is is where the the curve starts to flatten. Is what I would guess. Having not have without that yeah. information in front of me. That makes a lot of sense, but uh, you know something I'm noticing about the article here is that the article is full of click links. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Not just in other headings, but also in the text of the article as well. But that's so that's help.com. Really, I mean, that's how they do. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's not the yeah. best source, right? But for for this, I didn't think it was a terrible source. I mean, we would they've linked masturbating. To to prostate health in the past, the only thing new here is they're giving us a number, which I would call the suck ass minimum, right? Twenty one is the suck ass minimum. You got to you really that that's the minimum. You you really you want to do more. We are mm-hmm. well if you're talking the suck ass minimum. <laughs> um, aren't aren't you really? You know, shouldn't we really be talking about the movie The Human Centipede? Oh God. Okay. Nope. We should not. But what we should no, do is no, move no. on to the next article. <laughs> Harriet Hall looks at. Instahard claims what? Is, what is Instahard? Mm-hmm. Instahard. Okay, well, where's the... so Harriet Hall is the skeptic, right? right so to, she's uh, yes, the she's fantastic, and uh, the, uh, a lot of uh, she, she makes a bunch of observations uh, about uh, on um, science-based medicine here about uh, uh, these claims for this product called uh, Instahard, which is obviously um, for erectile dysfunction, right? I mean, that's yeah, uh, yes. Um, now, uh, uh, I won't read, uh, the whole thing, but, uh, one of the funny things starting off with this is that, uh, um, the, the, uh, author of this claims that, uh, uh, your penis has a brain, your penis brain, uh, it needs to be, uh, uh, needs to be given a lot of dopamine apparently. Um, and so he's gathered together a bunch of, uh, um, 
uh, ingredients that he says uh, 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 supposed to uh, stimulate dopamine in your penis brain. Uh, so there, it's um, got several ingredients here, and and, and um, it's got oh my god, tribulus. Oh my god, I can't read these. Oh my god, uh, horny goat weed. <laughs> yeah, I, that one I got. That. You have to finish reading that now. Yeah, I know. Uh, tribulus. No. Uh, here, let, yeah, here. We're, we're gonna do it this way. Here, <laughs> hold on. Tribulus terrestris. Tribulus terrestris. There you go. This was supposed to be Tribute? also horny yeah. uh, goat weed extract, which, uh, <laughs> which uh, of course uh, that's just something that they put in just because of its name, I imagine. In mecca root, uh, mecca root is uh, it's an is, amino acid. Yeah, but it's also it's and, it's it's pretty folklore folklorishly known as being something that's good for male reproductive health. The claim is that it improves blood flow to the penis, uh, uh, according to some research. Yeah, which is a strange claim because apparently the guy claimed that improving blood flow uh, isn't the deal. Improving blood flow, like the aggro that he scoffs at that because uh, that doesn't do anything to, uh, to address the underlying problem. The problem is dopamine. But then he also says that his product will increase blood flow to the penis. <laughs> well, why do what? But uh, but even the even the horny goat's weed is in, improves uh, blood circulation. All most of yep. these are for blood flow, except for except the first for, one. Ex- except for one, which is uh, tribulus terrestris, which actually, if you say that and you wave a wand, will cause a small localized earthquake. If you say it three times. Well, no, well, apparently no. Uh, actually, all you need to do is say it once. Oh, okay. I've got that. Uh, I've actually got that on the authority for Miami Granger. Okay, okay, so you, okay, good. If you pronounce it right. So apparently horny goat weed is not just a sexual thing. It's a super orb that herb, sorry, that will can be used for weak back, knee, joint pain, or osteoarthritis, mental and physical fatigue, memory loss, high blood pressure, heart disease, bronchitis, liver disease, HIV, AIDS, polio, a blood disorder called chronic lipidemia. Viral infections of the heart, bone loss after menopause, weak bones, and as a tonic. Yeah. So this, so this tribulus trillosa, uh, tr- whatever, may uh, it, wow. it makes in its uh, effects uh, treats erectile dysfunction. It may also raise sexual libido, despite its common use. Research with athletes reveal that it may be toxic to ingest. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the no, fact that uh, he claims that the twenty-one ingredients of this. Have no known side effects, but just like horny goat weed alone has been reported to cause dizziness, vomiting, dry mouth, thirst, nosebleeds, spasms, <laughs> ear breathing problems, irregular heart bleeds, slow blood clotting, <laughs> uh, low blood pressure, and fainting. But it does, I just, your, it does make your horn shiny. I just read the list of the miracle cures it is. So How and can also it have the, any adverse effects? The honey goat weed, uh, the plant is known to increase... Uh, sexual desire and research on rats confirms the, this assertion. Well, if research on rats confirms it. <laughs> oh, my God. I like this. Listen to this. He says he knew the product was working when he awakened from sleep to find his wife performing oral sex on his erect penis. He says he now consistently makes his wife bleed, but she doesn't complain. And in uh, parentheses... Uh, Harry Hall says, "I think she should complain." Yes, she should. I mean, if she's well, if that's making her bleed, there something is uh, something else is wrong. No, if he, if it's you know if it's if she's bleeding regularly, that's actually just part of the you know part of the magic. Listen to this, a, a, right? <laughs> a testimonial from a customer says, "Sex now hurts the wife so so much they have to use lubricant." Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, um, that you know, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, it's just a function of age. Pe- people don't says, produce as, as much lubricant. You you need lube. You you know what? Lube is a good thing, no matter who you are. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. I, I mean, like uh, if, if she's making enough lubricant, that that is good. That you know, that's fine. But you know, like uh, a lot of people use lubricant. There's nothing, you know, like surprising about. The, but yeah, uh, apparently, uh, uh, his his penis has become. Uh, so uh, engorged, I guess, from the from this that uh, he's hurting. Which, uh, in uh, I guess, that's not because it's so big that she can't fit on it now. The, if the uh, so it increased the uh, size claim, too. Which, uh, is that the claim? Seem like a good thing if it, yeah. if it gets that that yeah. big. That yeah, we we've, we covered an article way back when of women in the, um one 
country where the men are known to have big penises cheating on their husbands with men with smaller penises because it hurts so much. Yeah. So that this idea that, oh, the women are going to enjoy sex that's hurting more. No, we, we already know that actually that kind of makes a woman look for other men who don't hurt them as much. There, there are a few size queens out there, right? But, they, but they're yeah. few and far between. You know, the, the, the thing that sticks with me here is that all the stuff that he's all the stuff that he's pointing out, this testimonial, that testimonial, these are very much pointed toward younger guys who have no idea what they're doing mm. and just want a big penis. So, and yeah. they're pointed toward people whose people whose ideas all come from porno porno bits. Mm. Yeah. So here, here's a, on this uh, article. Okay, uh, there, there, this is the part that uh, Harriet Hall finds uh, the most hilarious. Um, uh, he found um, uh, he was apparently having uh, trouble finding uh, a reliable source of pure ingredients, and um, he uh, searched for reliable manufacturers uh, uh, who could uh, do what he needed and everything. Um, uh, and uh, in the video, he 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 tells out this story. He says. The manufer looked at the sample of one of the herbs under a microscope and had to call his colleagues over to look too. And they all agreed, oh, my God, this was the purest thing they had ever seen. Wow. And right. they followed that up. Like, wouldn't laboratories love it if they could get rid of all the expensive high-tech equipment and assess purity simply by looking through a microscope? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah I, 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 I wonder if that looks like looking through a microscope. <laughs> oh fuck, that's pure. So what? Oh, here, fuck, look at that. Oh, that's so pure. Oh, here are fuck. the advantages from Instahard. Oh, that so this supplement can increase uh, sexual libido. It it uh, promotes healthy blood flow in in the body. Instahard uh, is an effective treatment for erectile dysfunction. Uh, the product may improve sexual performance. Here are the downsides. It contains brown brown rice flour, which is a common allergen. Uh, the supply has too many ingredients. Uh, which ingredients? Your brown rice flour. You, yeah. you wouldn't believe it if you saw it through a microscope. Well, uh, that might be true. Uh, which which ingredients? <laughs> uh, the chances of having a side effect. Um, so basically, more side effects. And then this product could be dangerous if ingested by children. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it costs about. So they say that a, a month supply of this stuff is sixty nine dollars. Uh, it can go for as much as five hundred on eBay. Right, uh, but apparently, hmm. apparently, she checked eBay and it actually goes for fourteen. So, but he predicts the price will go up to one hundred and forty-nine soon. I guess due to the demand for it. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Here's here's the thing: um, is these kinds of things do sell? Yeah, Mad Cat has just joined us. Yes, I have. Hey, we're talking about uh, erectile dysfunction, so you're good timing. <laughs> ah, yeah, so Mad Cat, which one of you has it? <laughs> Well, we were going to ask you, what do you oh, no. take for your erectile Madcat, dysfunction? He said, he said erectile dysfunction, not a reptile dysfunction. But so oh, Madcat, that's sad. If it was a reptile dysfunction, it would have been horrible. So yeah, what do you take to deal with your it. ED? Yeah. <laughs> Mad Cat, we need to know what you take to deal with your ED. I don't have anything that needs to be ED'd or anything. <laughs> well, we're promoting Instahard. We are? I thought we Instahard. were. Instahard. Okay. <laughs> I, I what we is the great it. thing about uh, what is the great thing about Instahard that is so much better than any other hardening things? <laughs> it has it has it's, ingredients it's, that are toxic if ingested. Well, and it's, also, don't read. it's also one of the one of the more amusing ones when a, when when reviewed by an actual doctor who got the email. That's true. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Horny Anything electrical weed, with it? it? Just the name alone, a horny goat weed is perfect. <laughs> Honey goat weed. Horny goat yep. weed. Yep. Yeah. Horny goat so weed. It will, it, will, it will increase your libido. It'll make your horns shiny. It'll, uh, <laughs> it'll clear out all four stomachs. And that is a good point. Yep. So, uh, so I, I think we're we're saying this is a bad product <laughs> <laughs> in a bad way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. We're we're done with er erectile dysfunction. Yeah, we have enough okay. other dysfunctions among us to deal with. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, oh, here. T okay, so T already for T V anchor. So, yeah. so it's time for a um Jack Astry of the Week. Yeah, this is a 
So uh, TV uh, TV anchor claims that Lucky Charms Leprechaun is gay and in an in an unhinged rant about Kellogg woke cereal. <laughs> oh man, that beats uh, that beats John. Because uh, John what what All right, I thought... tonight John Oliver that beats John Oliver's John Oliver. rant with them. Oh, <laughs> so except Kellogg... his cost money. Mm. <laughs> So Kellogg's this year is releasing, a, I guess they probably released already since it's Pride Month, a cereal called Pride, which was a heart-shaped, rainbow-colored cereal, and on the box you had all their um, mascots. Um, they did a similar thing last year where they, uh, you could buy like all the cereals <laughs> together, but this time it's a whole new cereal. Um, well, apparently, um, our, uh, what is his name? Grant? One. Grant Stinchfield. Stinchfield, yes. Um, apparently got bothered by this and went on to a rant about how General Mills has, I think, a gay leprechaun, right? <laughs> is the leprechaun really gay? I, I don't know. He wears high heel shoes, prances around in tights, leads me to believe probably that the little lucky charms leprechaun might be gay. I mean, the, 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 it's just the stereotyping that is just so awful. And, and yeah. to take something that, I mean, the, the leprechauns you know, have always looked the way they look, you know, I mean, pretty much that's typical through throughout you know history you know what what they what they're drawn like they always kind of it, yeah it's it's just so uh, you know, bigoted he's, he's he's racist but you know <laughs> he's not necessarily gay i i, <laughs> I think give mr stenchfield uh i think give him a break though because it's clear that he's misinterpreted what they mean when they say that leprechauns are fairies i don't think he's getting his 21 a, a month in is what i think <laughs> that's probably that's probably true. Oh. I, I I think the thing that amazes me though here is he's got he's he's got high heeled shoes. Yeah, he's got high heeled buckle shoes. That's antique shoes. He prances around in tights. He's not wearing tights. He's wearing he's wearing breeches. Okay, but the well, the main thing that actually concerns me about this rant is when he talks about how how basically all these all these things are making kids confused. About their yeah. about their sexual identity, and this is the part that I think is the most damaging because the because here's the thing: most kids aren't confused, right? You, most kids know whether they're straight or whether they're gay. Yeah. In but fact, it's just the opposite. By someone like him coming in and telling them they're confused, they get confused, yeah, and, and they start having the anxiety and the suicidal stuff because they're being told how their feeling is wrong. Well, when society tells them exactly because society because all of a sudden society is telling them that that the feelings they're having are wrong, and there are some kids that are confused right and and, and it's and, not because of this but it's no. not because I mean, of this right money. well and a lot of this <laughs> stuff is just plain and, and here's the thing is that th these feelings can be just plain confusing and when you have feelings that are outside of the norm especially if you if you want to grab that leprechaun's lucky charm <laughs> yeah, yeah I, maybe it's uh maybe it's actually mr stinchfield that is having feelings for the lucky charms leprechaun and is confused. So, but yeah. when we when we don't allow people to have their feelings, and, and we and when we don't validate them, when when we tell them that that you know if they're confused, they're wrong. The, this is where the problem is is actually yeah. created. It, it's okay for number one for for a kid not to be sure about their sexuality. Yep. It's not. It's okay for them not to be sure about their gender identity, right? And yep. and because oh, it's, even, it's uh, okay for an adult to be confused and it, not a absolutely uh, not is. sure about their yeah. uh, sexuality or gender. Sure. So, Mr. Voigt, you have a right to have these feelings. And it doesn't Just have to be... sure to say, I have the right. I can have yeah. these feelings, even though yeah. I don't want to do anything about them. Right, but when yeah. guys like this do this kind of yeah. stuff, they do a lot. They can. They, there's a potential for them to do a I lot of damage. I know it would be inappropriate for me to approach the Lucky Charms leprechaun and uh, uh, try to have a relationship with him, though, so... Uh, I will. I will just keep that to the realms of fantasy. You know, we we might have to talk about consent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well guess, I guess now the question is: Is the tricks rabbit? Does he have inappropriate? Does he have inappropriate feelings for children because he's trying to approach them and get their tricks? Oh boy! Yeah, but you also have to remember that they let you. Oh well, we haven't. We haven't. We, uh, you I, know, I, I, um, <laughs> I, I I do think that uh, that uh, snap, crackle, and pop are doing uh, some uh, pretty nasty stuff in that bowl of uh, quote unquote milk. <laughs> you know, it, oh, oh yeah, that's a point. You know, they, yeah. snap, crackle, and pop. If they hadn't been 
if they hadn't been banned from the oak tree for using the forbidden grains uh, and, and were banished by Ernie Keebler, they would be fine. <laughs> because they'd so, be making cookies, right? But here we we, yeah. we definitely we definitely have some issues here because he, this guy he, this guy actually thinks that these things are a problem and that this is what yeah. is influencing kids to to not be clear about what what their what their gender is, and and so the, there's obviously some conversations that need to happen that that are not happening, and and if and if I would be worried if I was if if he was the parent of one of these kids. Right. Yeah. Does he actually think that this is a problem, or is he just bored and looking for something I, to? Start I don't know, about? but I have to take them I, at I, their I word. Guess, uh, the big deal about uh, seeing uh, seeing the uh, Lucky Charms leprechaun as gay is that he's into stuff like uh, rainbows and hearts and stars and stuff. So and unicorns. Uh, with, yeah. uh, we we can't we can't, unicorns we can't judge his motivation, right? Ooh. We're we're not in a position to judge his motivation, right? We're we're only in a right. ju- and we can only judge what he's saying, right? What he really thinks, I don't know. I, I and I can't know, and I'm not going to speculate. I, I can only react to to the things that are coming out of his mm. mouth. But this kind of reaction, we know, is dangerous, and we know is happening a lot right now. There for Pride Month, Lego released a set of um, Lego minifigures that are in multiple colors. Each figure is a solid color. And then you have like a rainbow background now with some of the added stuff to it. And, you know, it's supposed to represent pride. Well, million, you know, our, our friends, the One Million Moms, are, of course, protesting that. And I've seen some other stuff about how horrible it is that Legos is crossing over and becoming political and encouraging this unnatural behavior. And yeah. Everything is political. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, but really? Yeah. Brick Lives Matter. <laughs> so, but yes, here's the thing: is that this is, but this right here is, is a symptom of, of another problem that we're seeing happening. Look yeah. at look at the legislation that they're trying to pass here in Texas, where if you give a, if you give a child um, the the drugs that will suppress them um, their uh, them going into puberty, that that they want to call that child abuse. That that they want to prevent this from happening. That, that and instead of giving children the opportunity, you know, to, to come to terms with what they want to do on their own, they want they want to, they want to stop parents from having the or kids from having the option of doing that. So, and if parents they, do what they well, want to call it. Kids are not supposed to be able to think. So Brian, you're you're saying that the conservatives want to give government control over what happens to your children's bodies. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying the the only time that they that they <laughs> that they want to assert control over people is when they think that it will rile their base and get them to vote for them is what yeah. I really think is happening here. <laughs> I I think this is all just a play to the base and I don't think they care about the yeah. harm they're going to do. I think they only care that that it's that it will get their base out to vote. Yeah. Like there's enough people that they've been able to encourage to be super anti right. All this stuff. I think it's yeah. a minority of people. I seriously do. I think even what 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 the Texas state legislature has has passed. I think it's a minority of people that care about that. I think the problem is that 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 is a voting minority that votes Republican. Yeah. And we, and we need to have and we need to have a um, a progressive majority that's just as hot about this. That 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 we can create a base of that will go and vote against it. And what's really a problem is that. That when we when we get to the point where we're only voting based on these minority pieces of legislation, that 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 it might be it might be that let's say that that the Republicans fiscally might actually be better, but if we're voting against them because of their position because of their awful positions on social things, you know we we have a we have a really big problem, don't we? Because who the heck do we vote for if we think that they're right on on financial issues but they're wrong on social issues? How do you vote? Do you vote? Do you vote financial or social? And I'm not saying that they are, because I think a lot of times yeah. they're wrong on, on financial issues too. Um, but I, I think they used to be, from what I've gathered, but they haven't been in a long time. Yeah, even though they still claim to be. The stock market does better under Democrats when you look, you know, back, you know, thirty years of history or forty years of yeah. history, right? I mean, but but the, but the stock market doesn't doesn't the economy. Um, and the other thing is that if you you know you look at the gun the gun lobby. When when they when they rile their base, they rile their base the best when a Democrat is in office. So you would think yeah. that they that they really want the Democrat to win because that's how they make the most money. Yeah. Right. I mean, if people think that oh nobody's going to take my guns, they're probably not giving one to the NRA. <laughs> yeah. Right. But right. I think <laughs> both, both times Obama won the election, gun sales skyrocketed. Oh my God, it was huge for guns and. And we haven't heard quite as much of that. I mean, uh, well, I think that the the right now the 
the NRA's neutered a little bit because of because of their because of their legal issues. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I just I'm just concerned that that because because voting comes down to these kinds of issues that we're overlooking other issues. Right. Yeah. You know, that, well, that's, that's exactly yeah. that's exactly it, because it's all it's all a spokescreen. They're, they're yeah. going after the Lucky Charms uh, leprechaun here. And, uh, you know, like, I guess, there's a, I mean, like, uh, uh, I'm not even going to go into how they're they're ignoring uh, the, the more likely culprit uh, in all this, which is, of course, uh, Fruity Pebbles. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That itself. That that itself is is even just a smokescreen because, of course, the the, the real uh, serial character who's uh, turning kids gay is uh, Count Chocula. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Because white turns you gay. Uh, they 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 never admit it. They never say it. But uh, that that's the truth of it. <laughs> the grown pebbles you have is to remember, actually pretty Captain hot. Crunch. You know, so, he's not mm-hmm. one of the sparkly vampires, Barrett. No, dumbass. but he's, he's not he has chocolate. <laughs> he has chocolate though. Straight people can eat. Yeah, you, you know it's easy. It's easy to to, to make fun of this stuff, right? I mean, because yeah. because the, you know the, these things have they have they have funny names and and yeah. and there's and and there's a lot of you know lowbrow material there, yeah. um, <laughs> which is our main audience. Which is our main audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, but, but no, I think uh, but there is a much serious. more sinister agenda here. Yeah, and I agree with you, Brian. The one issue voters are dangerous people. Well, but we're all one issue voters. We all become uh, that way at some point. It, yeah, it, it does seem that way. We all just some degree. I'm as but... guilty of it as anybody else because be, mm-hmm. because I feel like like the Republicans are attacking all uh, all of these social things that I care about, right? You know, people's rights and stuff like that. Because basically, they're, atta- they're attacking decency. It, well, yeah. So uh, so I have to vote against them, even if they're right about maybe some other things that I care about. Um, you know, I, I'm going to give you for instance. I I don't know that he, for sure he's right, but I think that Trump. Brought, has brought up a really good point when he talks about Bitcoin. He called Bitcoin a scam. I would not go that far, right? But but I do have concerns about Bitcoin, and I think that yeah. there's reason to be concerned about Bitcoin. You know, calling it a currency is is kind of interesting to me, considering how much it fluctuates, right? It yeah. is a it is an artificial it's an artificial currency with artificial value based upon what people will pay for it, right? But he so right. So Trump is concerned about it um, competing with the dollar. That's not exactly my concern, but I but I agree with Trump about some of the concerns about Bitcoin, right? But I certainly can't. But but I can't. But that's never going to be a voting block issue, right? Right. Abortion is yeah. a voting block issue. Um, transgender is now a voting block issue, right? The, these are the things that the Republicans will use to get their base out to vote, right? They're tools to get them to come out and vote, and and everything else is just minutia. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian, I do want you to clarify something on – you were saying something about the, R, the uh, NRA having legal problems, but I thought that they were uh, in international waters at the <laughs> Yeah, Wayne Lapierre, right? He, yeah, he, he, he sailed out. I don't know how how that's worked out for them. <laughs> yeah, they tried to, they tried to, they tried to shift all of their all of their finances and reincorporate here in in Texas. And a Texas lawyer went, yeah, I don't think so. That's that's that, that's not okay. Even Texas went, yeah, no, we can't do that. We we can't be responsible for that. Um, but yeah, but those kinds of things, I mean, uh, the, the NRA is another good way that, you know, I mean, Republicans are really good about riling up their base and getting them out to vote. Yeah. They're way which better actually, that than, than progressives. Which actually somewhat leads into the next one. Yes, so, please. Um, so I am not a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen's character of Borat. I thought the first movie was really kind of stupid. I've had no desire to see the second movie, but I did watch the special he did, um, on um now I've, I've never actually seen borat i've seen uh like uh him show up as a borat uh character for different things so i know uh the basic stuff he says but i don't know exactly what the movie is about and so uh, nothing about thing. his character ever seemed interesting to me <laughs> a lot of this uh, enough to, to get me to figure out what it is so can you tell me what borat is yes i can tell you what borat is borat borat is a way of trolling the right <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's and, what, and um, here's the thing: is that I mean, big time. It, and and he does it, and he does it well. But the problem is that he's punching down, right? Yeah. And and in as funny as I think Borat is, and as much as I um is it is I enjoyed the movies, right? I don't think they're fantastic. But when he trolls 
when he's punching up, he's fine. When when you know when he's when he's at you know the Trump rallies and and you know and the Pence rallies and making an ass of himself, he's punching up, right? But when he went to stay at the the, the home of the of these two men that that were that um that we're looking at in this particular article, he, I, I feel like he's punching down, right? Mm. Well, yeah. So, anyways, um, during this, his second movie, he actually ends up in lockdown somehow with two super conservative Trump supporters. And during that time, he has conversations with them. Of course, he's playing the ignorant um, European that doesn't understand the culture at all and everything. And they are really open with trying to explain it all to him. And they go into some pretty insane conspiracy theory stuff. Oh, that, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just crazy. What, you know, and, they, and you look at them. They honestly openly really believe you know, the microchips and the um, vaccines and every, all the QAnon conspiracy stuff that's out there. They honestly, undeniably believe it as being 100% fact. Oh, yeah. Unquestionable. Yep. Absolutely, they do. And so um, the, the show starts off showing just that part of the movie. I guess it's expanded, I think it says. Just him, what he did dealing with them, and the great song they wrote. I'm not going to go into details on the song, but him, Bogart and the super conservatives wrote a song, a very anti-liberal warped song that was full of the conspiracy theories. So in the aftermath of this, um, I guess Bogart, um, the producers of it, said, hey, let's try and do a fact-finding thing. And that's what they created, Debunking Burt, where they took these two guys, sit them down at a table, and have them video conference with actual professionals, people that know what they're talking about. And it's actually interesting to see the, these two guys listening to that and still kind of not understanding facts and still being in denial. And well, no matter how- it's there's a there's a huge distrust of authority. Of, yeah, authority and intellectualism, and that's you know that's been around for a very long time. Yeah, and you, you could see it. And the funny thing is, you could see them listening and almost on the borderline of believing, but almost deciding, "No, nah, I don't want to believe that." No matter how many facts, yeah. I, I, you know, we talked about the microchips. I think it was last podcast about how no, we don't have the technology to make microscopic microchips that could transmit outside of our bodies. And with, an expert even said. Anything like that nowadays, the smallest we do is probably a coin, something the size of a coin to do that. There's no way we have yeah, unless technology. you get it from the alien technology. Ian, have you <laughs> ever considered that? <sighs> Area 51, man, have you ever heard of it? That, that's probably the kind of logic they have in their minds. But it, it, it's worth watching because it's looking at the actual claims and having experts come in and point out, yeah, this is why it can't really work, and this is the facts behind it. And they even had Hillary Clinton who. These guys hate the Clintons, but they had Hillary Clinton come on and send them a message, a very nice, polite message about how, you know, no, she doesn't drink blood. <laughs> no, and that's one of the, they actually did repeat that. Oh, yeah, um, they did several the times. The liberals are blood-drinking pedophiles because they know they are. They, they don't give, you know, it's interesting a, that if you call somebody a pedophile, you feel, uh, you feel like you have to add blood drinking to, to the end of that because it's like... Like pedophiles are pretty much the worst thing in our society. You could call somebody. But what else are you going <laughs> to uh, blood drinking? Um, you, you might as well just like pile on a whole bunch of other lesser crimes. Blood <laughs> tax evading. Uh, uh, I, I, I saw I saw one uh, swipe a candy bar once. <laughs> but no, th- this is like I said, a good series to watch to see you know the reaction, the argument, and the reactions of people who are so dead set. You know, most time they they, they they seem like they're kind of on the line in the, in the aftermath. But though I, I forget, I think they said straight out they still don't like Obama. In one of them, was like, yeah, I still don't like Obama. I don't care what facts you presented to me, I still don't like him. Okay, that's fair. Well, cool. I mean, here's here's the thing. I I, I mean, the, uh, all presidents do some things that I like and some things that I don't. Right? I mean, mm. and and so you so you can whether whether those facts about you know, Obama may might have swayed them on on certain facts. You know, taken as a whole, they probably they probably still don't like him, right? I mean, it's just it's just no, what, what are the saying, reasons they, that they came to yeah. that in the first place, right? That's I find it kind of weird that somebody could like find uh, Obama like really distasteful and find uh, Trump to be. Oh, that, yeah, that's a that's a guy who uh, who looks like uh, he's having that that I want to hang out with him. 
Yeah. Well, but Trump looks like them, and Obama does not. Yeah, there's a lot about the um, cult of Trump that doesn't quite make sense to me, but the cult of Trump People seem to be like uh, enthralled by. Uh, uh, some people say he has a certain amount of charisma. He he looks miserable most of the time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I've never found him to be that um, charismatic. But once more, I I don't quite get the cult mentality. I, I've I've seen videos from actual cult leaders. I'm like, why is anyone following him? Well, yeah, I, I I don't think that we're we're not in a position to once again to judge that, right? Yeah. I mean, pe- people people are swayed by different things. I mean, and, and with Trump, it's 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 this idea that that you know he's created this thing, and and in that that they want to be a part of that, right? Yeah. It's it's being a part of of, of you know of that of that cult well, of personality. Yeah, he, he and, listen. And he, he's good. He, his rallies, Trump like is, for like him or not, his rallies, he's fantastic, and he he reaches those people at those rallies. That that I mean, when he when he's doing those rallies and he's off the cuff and 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 he's raw, he reaches those people. He speaks to those people, and and they and they absolutely love him. And you know, the one mm-hmm. thing that yeah, a lot, lot of scorn and rolling eyes and dismissive gestures, like <laughs> I guess that gets a certain type of people like really worked up. Well, the thing is, too, is he's did. Sorry, Mac. He's smart enough to study things that would help him. And one of the things that he did study quite a bit was Hitler and how Hitler's <laughs> how Hitler would get uh, people interested in Did what he really? He I, did, I never heard that. I, did, I hadn't heard that, but Hitler could fire up a crowd. What, what, what were you going to say, Mac? What I was going to say is that the one thing that Trump has always been good at is he's been very good at appearing to be successful, yeah, uh, yep. smarter than you. Yep. And yeah, people want to yeah. be people want to be in his orbit for that reason. No, that yeah, that, that, that you he know, those are the things I was thinking. Anybody, he seems like a know-it-all, and I guess yeah. that's he, kind of a different thing than maybe well, yeah, that but, some people think means smarter than you. Know-it-all is 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 the right version of smarter. Yeah. Than you. Well, no, I, I've heard. It. Okay, so he is what a poor person visions a, a rich man to be, a dumb person visions a smart man to be. Um, stuff like that. He 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 comes off that way to people that aren't. You know, they look at him like, oh yeah. He um he is what I want to idolize, even if I don't understand whether or not he really is that. Now, at least that, he's able to give the impression he is. Sure, but even even look at what he. I mean, look at what his influence uh, on on the Republican Party right now. He he he's going to play kingmaker in the in in twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, and and he's going to decide the 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 Republicans that that are the most likely to get elected to the, the Senate and the House, right? If you don't have his blessing, I don't know that I don't as a Republican, I don't know that you make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah do you think his uh, his influence is going to uh, uh, last until then? It hasn't waned. It it has not waned. You you we've t- you yeah. take away his you you take away his Twitter. He his his blog is a total failure because it's not two thousand six anymore. Um. I mean, so it's gone, but he's still in the news. He's still reaching people. Yeah. He's, you know, he's out there. He's out there, you know, doing his 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 rallies again, which is really what he's good at. The rallies are where he really is good. You know, yeah. these Trump rallies that they, the the people that the and and the people that it speaks to are people that he would never hang out with. They're the, they they are the people that he had that he that he thinks are you know, disgusting. Right? He said it. But they yeah. flock to him. Yeah, but once more, it's it's a cult mentality. It's there. He is a cult, and you know whatever else he is, he has enough people worshiping him. I'm, that, that's the only word yeah. I, I can think about to describe what they do. Yeah, that you know he's going to say he's going to say a, a public face for some time. Yeah, he's not. I I don't. I think. I think that he. I think that he's the head of the Republican Party at this time, especially now that um um that what's his name is dead. Um, McCain. Who? Not you're not talking about McCain, are you? Not McCain. No. Not McCain. McCain was never. He he was the head of the party maybe for a short amount of time, but I would. But I'm thinking of the radio host. Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Limbaugh was clearly dictating the, a lot of the way that the party was going to go. Right. I mean, he. He would. He was carrying water for so many people, but he was never the head in the same way that Trump was, right? But he was certainly 
influence the party in a major way. And now that he's gone, I don't know who replaces him other than, you know, Tr- Trump is, is the guy who's in charge right now. Yeah. Um, and, and in 2024, when he runs for president again, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> There's my prediction. I, I'm, I'm putting it down now. I think that I think that I think he, he he might very well take a run at it. We'll see what happens between now and then. Maybe well, either him or one of his sons. Well, the thing is, um, I think there'll be there will be almost definitely some legal action within the next couple of years that yeah. could. Well, okay, there, there's that. Yeah, I mean, there, <sighs> certainly that could do some damage, but I think none of those are going to be. I think they're all going to be civil. I doubt he goes to jail. I he may be indicted, but I I don't know. I I just don't foresee any really any repercussions even with what's going on mm-hmm. i know that i know what Cy Vance is doing and i know that the you know that the attorney general is looking at you know now looking at prosecution and it's called the grand jury that's meeting for the next two months we'll see i don't know he's teflon yeah he he is uh-huh. yes i really believe that i th- his sons might go to jail and and he might get off scot-free and i think you and i feel like he would throw him under the bus i think he, he would sacrifice the them because mm-hmm. you know when it all comes down to it, there's only one person on this earth that Trump values, and that's Trump. That's Trump, yeah. And maybe to a maybe to a lesser ex- a lesser extent, his daughter, because you know, he's, <laughs> which he's one? Made her, he's made her bangle. <laughs> Not uh, Tiffany. I'm sure it's Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's move on because there's two more. I'd like to I'd like to cover these other two stories if we yeah, can. Let's so end on that because that's a depressing. No, no, no. Space puppies. Space uh, pup mice born from uh, space station sperm. Space station That's sperm. That's right. Um, yes, this is uh, looking into uh, fertility in space. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, they grow some mouse sperm. They sent it up to the International Space Station for a period of time. Brought it back to Earth. Uh, they impregnated uh, some mice with it. This was. Uh, there, there are some um, some problems with the idea of fertility in space. Uh, two problems that they mentioned here are that sperm uh, act kind of funny in uh, microgravity. There's questions about how that will affect fertility. Now, these sperm were frozen, so not looking into that. But the other uh, problem that is commonly uh, afflicting uh, things as, such as sperm in space is radiation. Um, and this was an experiment to uh, see uh, whether they could freeze the sperm and subject it to space radiation and then impregnate a, my, a mouse back on Earth, see if that was a viable option. And good news, the uh, the, the mice were born. Uh, there were no uh, anomalies uh, found in any case. Now, yeah, uh, the, some uh, space, space pup mice were born uh, from uh, space mouse sperm that had been uh, subjected to space radiation. So... I would like to be the first to welcome our uh, future super-powered uh, rodent overlords <laughs> um, and to offer my services in any way that uh, I could help you build the new glorious society that uh, you will be at the top of. You know, the mice actually have been running things from the beginning if you, if you follow Douglas Adams. <laughs> mm, yes. Um, so there is no anomalies with the mice that were born, except for one of them had orange, hard orange tumors all over its body. One burst into flames. One can one turn invisible. Has, don't don't turn. And, my life, and I don't man. think we'd actually catch the flexibility thing because mice already can squeeze into some pretty tight places. So the elasticity thing's already there. You wouldn't notice. <laughs> okay. All right. So. <clears throat> You guys all have a uh, encrypted phone that you use uh, for making your drug deals. No, I I actually just call the pharmacy. To make my <laughs> you just call deals. the pharmacy. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, and pot's legal here in Colorado, uh, so we just you know. <laughs> I can I can just go down to the to the local dispensary if I want to. Yeah, you just call uh, contact oh. ours on the internet so that make See, a message. Uh, now those of us who can get get it legally. We should try and do the podcast um, under ed- um, the influence of edibles and see how we do. <laughs> hey, I have some friends on another pod uh, on a on a screen uh, on YouTube who are tr- saying that they want to send me some special gummy bears. Okay, yeah, gummy bears are, are pretty popular. And my mom even uh, has been. Uh, she uses them. She takes them before bed. She uses it to to help her sleep. She'll she'll pop a couple of uh, um, uh, THC gummies. 
Yeah, yeah they're talking about uh, these really. Um, I got a few right here. Ones. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. So okay, so here here's the deal. I so, bought uh, green apple and uh, mango flavor. Oh wow! Ooh, mango. <laughs> so so about um, there were a couple about three years back or so. Um, the government started shutting down these these people um, these two companies. It was Sky Sky Global and is it Encrochat? And what these companies were doing is they were making a hardware device. And this and this and this hardware device. Was it was an encrypted device, and it could only talk to other encrypted devices on you know that they were also selling, and so they and so they would um they would you know the people would have these phones and um and the phones were only good for um for text messaging you couldn't make phone calls on them and they and they had a specific app and and they were using them you know to to conduct their um their illegal businesses and, okay. and they could do stuff like if you got the phone. Uh, and you were you were arrested. They could remotely wipe it before before the uh, before um, law for, law enforcement could get any sort of data or stuff off it. So it could be remotely wiped and stuff like that. So when they started shutting these companies down, they decided that they would that they would put their own out there. And so and so uh, American uh, um, the U.S. law enforcement joined up with. Um, a, Quite a, a, some other groups, and um, such as the, <clears throat> not Canadian law enforcement either, uh, unfortunately, but uh, uh, Australia, New Zealand, and there's a few others um, that, that they teamed up with, and so they they would they would they were basically selling you um, these encrypted phones, right? So for you to do your business on, except for they had a back door, right? They they could decrypt it all. They were they were recording everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they so. They'd been doing this for the last Seems like three a years. Of interest. Um, for who? Uh, for for them selling selling these things. Well, they weren't selling. They, they, it wasn't like you were buying it from the FBI. They they got a guy. I, my understanding is a guy in, uh, the, out of Florida that they that basically they you know they they had a whole bunch on him and they and they and they tapped him to start the business and start selling them. So. It, it's uh, not a conflict. No, of, he's the one with the conflict of interest. He's the one with the conflict of interest, right? He's the point of contact. So, but the, the way that you, the only way that you got this. So, if you had the phone, you had to know somebody else who had a phone in order to get to get the phone and and get the key to activate it, right? So, so they they they, they made it they made it pretty difficult to get these phones. You could only buy on the black market. It cost you about two thousand dollars, and the only way to get it activated was to know already know somebody who had an activated phone. So, so, so it kind of the network grew that way because it seemed like it was pretty safe because, you know, because, uh, um, because the drug dealer down the street, he's your connection and he already had the phone. He was already using it. So, so oh, it was, yeah, but it's, it's a safe thing until the day that it's your, your network is being used to find everybody else in your network. Well, well, here's the here's the thing. It wasn't safe from the beginning, and so and so uh, it almost got blown back uh, it, earlier this year, March in 2020, when a blogger released a, released a, uh, it was the ANOM security flaw, claiming that the scam was linked to Australia. Shortly after that that post went up, it got it went away and disappeared. And so and and so I, I don't know if they decided to shut the program down or what, but they have been making. Tons of arrests. So far, they've they've arrested. They they say two hundred and twenty four people, and they're facing as many as five hundred charges in Australia alone. Um, wow! And, and the U.S. is also making you know um, is also going after people, and they have a ton of evidence, right? Because every every encrypted chat they thought was sending they were sending encrypted was was not encrypted. It was being stored. You know, it, it was all everything on the network was was being was being scraped because because it it was. It wasn't encrypted in the, the FBI had the keys to the kingdom. You know, law enforcement already had the keys. And so it was, it's, it's been, a, it was like a, there'd be simpler ways of providing like encrypted, uh, safe uh, messaging that other than buying well, a but specialized. You got to remember that they took down the companies that were already doing it. And so they created, they, there was already, there was already a place to sell these devices because obviously the criminals already wanted the devices. So it made a lot of sense at that point, you know, to say, well, let's fill the niche. And they did. They filled the niche with their own product, right? They, they create, they, they created, they, you know, they created a hole in the market and then they filled it. 
pretty smart. Okay. Yeah, pretty something smart. Like that, yeah, uh, something that's better done with software somewhere, you know, either online or. Well, I mean, maybe that's true, but they thought that. But all these people were, you know, that it was sold to them as safe, right? And of course, you, it, it's yeah. going to be hard to do this again, right? But this isn't the first time that the U.S. has sold encryption that they had the back door in. They, they've been selling encryption to other countries that, um, you know, that through through uh, proxy companies that they had the keys to as well. This is not the first time the U.S. has done this. I'm trying to remember where I first heard about that. If it was an NSA um, thing or not, but. I've heard about this before, where the, where the U.S. you know had an encryption company. I think it was back. I don't forget. It was a while ago. But the but they but you know they 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 ran it. You know, a proxy company in another country. They never they never sold the product in the U.S. But this is not the first time we've done it. So so I'm not so sure that they already don't have the keys to WhatsApp. They keep claiming they don't, but they might already have it. <laughs> right? They might already have the keys to Signal. I mean, there's just no real way for us to know that unless you built the encryption yourself. To know that it's secure. Mm-hmm. I say, if you're sending anything on a phone to anybody at any time, you might as well just assume that it's in the clear. Assume that oh, they I can see do. it. Yeah, assume. And it, you know, email's the worst, right? People think email's private. No, email's not private. Anything in email, assume. I mean, it's I, public. Uh, I know there are certain like uh, email uh, apps and stuff out there that are said to be really private and like have security measures. And I could create like uh, just a web app, which would be like a messaging system, which would save everything like encrypted and I'd even like add in like a, 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 a I'm not like an expert in it like probably if you spent time on it you'd probably be able to decrypt it but I could make something that would be at least difficult to for people to look at if they wanted to well here's the thing is that if I was doing it I would not reinvent the wheel I would go I would I would look for for somebody I would you know you look at you look at the way that signal is implemented it's a spec you can if you implement it to, to that spec it's probably going to be pretty safe right? But but you but what you don't know is if the the person who implemented it if they if they, if they if they weakened it in some way right unless unless the spec is open and you can observe how it how it's working you don't know for yeah, exactly. sure exactly like uh, and it would be a thing for me if I was designing it myself too like and I know like if I've done a project I've sometimes included a backdoor just so that I could get in myself to fix sure. things if it needed yeah. to be uh, fixed or something. But you see it in a lot of court documents you know, where they've got messages from WhatsApp and Signal. So even so, those applications, well, I think they're good. I think they're encrypted. I think for you know for for normal everyday use, they're probably fine. Um, but if you're but if, but if you're doing something criminal, <laughs> uh, all bets are off. Right. And, and, and it is and it might be just as likely that the product that you think you're using to to, to do those criminal acts, you think that that, that it's secure. And but it was you know but really it was invented by the FBI or, or you know the NSA or somebody right I mean and this was in collaboration with a, with a bunch of different you know law enforcement around the around the around the world it's pretty, just pretty mm-hmm. impressive right because you know they 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 took down they took down the 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 devices they took them out of circulation and then they filled they filled the market with their own it's brilliant it is smart it is so. And so the other I article, yeah, it is, it is, they, yeah, they, 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 no, they, they, they absolutely is well thought out. So the CEO who sold encrypted phones to drug uh, cartels pleads guilty to to DOJ. So I put this in here because this, because this this article is back from um, this is from 2008, and I think that in it was um, no 20, 2018, and it was shut down in 2017. And so the the guy who who did this originally. Um, you know, he was running the uh, Sky Global. They shut him down, and he's and he pled guilty to this. So it's like they they knew that the, that the device, the guy selling the devices, was was shut down, right? You'd think you'd think that they knew it, but they were still able to get the devices, you know, into circulation even after you know this was public. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, it it's, that's very interesting. Yeah. So uh, this was uh, Ramos has pled guilty and he agrees to forfeit 80, 80 million in cash and uh, tens of million in, uh, dollars worth of assets. But they got the idea from from these companies, right? This is where the idea spawned from. But the joke's on them because he's giving it to them in Bitcoin. <laughs> right. So that's the problem. You buy a pizza today with Bitcoin, right? And But it crashes tomorrow. You've got the Bitcoin. I've got the pizza. Right, but but now the Bitcoin's worthless. Well, 
And I've seen so many different things on Bitcoin where somebody lost the hard drive, uh, lost the encryption key to the hard drive. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, That's a common cetera, one. Et <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, encryption's great, and, and it can work against you. <laughs> you take your encrypted Bitcoin wallet, and then you lose you lose the you lose the USB. It's gone. That's a common story. Anyway, I thought I thought it was brilliant. Um, I, I I really I, I you know it's it's one of these times where the system really worked, right? Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mess, I, I I have a feeling though that you were not as not as thrilled with how that worked out. You were talking about how it was a conflict of interest for somebody. I wasn't. I didn't. I it wasn't a con. I mean, who, no, it was, no, just uh, the it was a conflict of interest for the guy selling them. I uh, well, he well. Was it I though? Don't know who he was. was... Con- I don't think it was a conflict of interest because his interest was in making a deal and getting out of some of his trouble. And and the question is, he created a company doing this. He knew exactly who he who he was working for, right? He he was he was doing what he was supposed to do, you know. But uh, according to law enforcement, and he did it. He made it. He did it making a deal in the first place. Is my understanding. I couldn't find the article that talked about him. Um, but he. But you know, he. He was probably already going to go to jail, so he was, you know, he was given an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. That was a conflict of interest there, right? The conflict sure. of interest against providing an actual secure uh, mobile phone thing. He probably he was already a criminal. Did he care? You you get to go to jail. You help us no, catch no, some no. other criminals. Yeah, that, that's absolutely not. He's a, yeah. I'm I'm just pointing out he misrepresented himself himself to everybody who sold those uh, products. He, he yeah, I mean he can't yeah, do it again, he didn't but. Care. That, <laughs> You know, con men go on to do more cons. So, I mean, if, if he, you know, he can probably do it again. And again. I mean, yeah, but like, uh, this, this wasn't his con. This was the government's con. It was, and he sold it, right? I, I, I thought that yep. we knew who, who the guy was, but maybe, but maybe he's not in any of the articles. I thought it was a guy in Florida. I don't know. I may be misspeaking. It's, I thought that I had really, heard that. It's, it's no different than flipping any other witness, though. Because sure. you know, you're talking about somebody who knows the knows the terrain, and he is providing valuable intelligence on where they need that intelligence. Yeah, I, so. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that they they flipped the witness. Yeah, you know, a conflict of interest. I mean, it was in his interest not to go to jail, right? <laughs> or to reduce his sentence. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure, but I you know, but on that part of the story, I could be wrong. I I remember hearing that on some of the other podcasts that I was listening to. Um, but uh, they they got into the market somehow, um, and it seems reasonable that they flipped a guy. But if I'm wrong about that, I you know somebody can correct me. All right. Anything else? Nothing. No. All right. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. And that's that another, another one in the one, encrypted can. Another can of there's another can of Bitcoin in the can. <laughs> encrypted. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at amateurskeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork. For the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.